Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joy Makers, the podcast where we talk about bringing joy and creating joy on your entrepreneurial journey. Today, I have Lisa Munjak with me, and I'm so excited to chat with her. She is a fractional CMO with Munjak Marketing, which helps businesses between five to 60 employees making a half a million to $5 million get over their FOMO. And wait, I love how she says FOMO, fear of marketing overwhelm. I know we've all had that as small business owners. She works with family-owned businesses, professional service companies, boutique law firms, home service providers as well. She's been doing this for over a decade as well as within her marketing business, but also has corporate knowledge that she brings to her experience. So she is just a wealth, a wealth of knowledge here. And her superpower is to help businesses more consistently and clearly communicate with their clients and connect with their ideal clients by reaching them where they already are. Welcome to the show, Lisa. I'm so happy to have you here. (laughs) Nicole, I am so excited to be here. I always love talking to you. Back at you, back at you. And what I also wanted to mention, and I think this is something we bonded over when we first chatted, was in addition to all that, you're also a yoga practitioner and you are a personal owner of a yoga sooner studio in Verona, New Jersey, right? Exactly. Yes. So a friend and I bought into a yoga studio seven or so years ago, and it is just such a great addition. It's like it just adds balance to my life, not only personally, but professionally. I love that. And as a, I feel like as a marketing expert, as a yogi, you definitely are adding joy to a lot of people's lives and to yourselves as well. So Maybe tell me a little bit about what is bringing you joy right now. We are in the midst of the holiday season. We all have a lot going on. And so what is what is keeping your spirits high right now and kind of making you feel fulfilled on the professional level and maybe even a personal level? Oh, that's a big question. Yeah, you can keep it small. You don't have to go crazy. I know. I'm like, I always say these things and I'm like, you know, it, it can be big or small. It doesn't matter. But yeah. I feel like so much. it's hard it's hard to like narrow it down right because there's so much to that brings joy it could be these super small things that you didn't expect but professionally i happen to have clients that really appreciate what i do for them and that brings me joy <laughs> because i think we've all dealt sometimes with people personally professionally that may not give us that respect or just you know say even to say those words of like thank you. You did a great job. That brings me joy. So I make sure that I do that to others. But I feel like my job is solving problems, you know, whether that's, and I've always been a problem solver. It could be like something needs fixing at home and I'm like, I'll figure it out. Or it's a marketing problem and I like to try to figure it out. It's like, why are we not being able to connect with our customer? So that actually brings me a lot of joy when there's that aha moment for the client where we're like, okay, we took it apart. We figured it out. This is how we can better connect. This is the sort of language we need to use or the, you know, tweak the branding a little bit. And I get so much joy from that. I actually, and it sounds nerdy, but I like, I get joy from writing a really good blog. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I do. Like, it's like, score, that was really good. You know, just creating these kind of thought leadership pieces. So that, and then personally, it's getting more time. I'm an outdoor person. So it's just taking a walk or playing pickleball outside or doing a great yoga practice. That's that's indoor now since it's too cold. Yeah. (laughs) Just having that balance because I've had it tipped too far into I don't have time to do any of those things and I'm 
if I'm in front of the computer too much and lack of joy. So if I can balance that out, that means so much. I love that. I feel like you did an excellent job of covering a lot in a big question. So we covered, yeah, (laughs) we covered gratitude, which is a beautiful thing. Gratitude from your clients. It's huge being able to see that because I think it's allowing them not just the opportunity to like give you like the thanks and the feedback, but also see how it can benefit them and knowing that you were able to help create that for them. Like yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that is what it is because that's how it is for me too. Like when I get that feedback, you're like, oh, yes, you get it. You see it. You're seeing the benefit. And like that is, you're making a positive impact on the world. So like that right there, again, being a joy maker, it's so important. <laughs> and it's also being able to accept the gratitude. Like mm-hmm. I'm not deflecting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not, not be like, oh, and it was nothing. It's like, no, it was something actually. That was yeah. a lot of work. And, you know, it took a certain amount of, like you said, I have decades of experience doing this and all that is, I can put that to really good use. So it's being able to just say, oh, you're welcome and not deflect or minimize. So that took some time, but it's still everything is a work in progress. I feel like, you know, it's not like, okay, good, done. Now I can fully accept, but I'm definitely better at saying, you're welcome. You know, that was a lot of fun to do or whatever it was. So that's been a big part of the journey. I love that. And I actually want to break that down a little bit more because I feel like that also can contribute to your internal sense of abundance and joy when you don't deflect and when you do accept that, yes, this was fun and it was a lot of work. It was something I created for my heart. It was something that I did a lot of research on. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad it's working for you and that all that effort paid off. And really acknowledging that and owning that, I read a book, I think I referenced it on my last podcast as well, maybe the last two, because it's been highly influencing me lately, because it's been what's in my audio, in my ears. <laughs> it's The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I don't I'm, know if you've read it. I'm writing it down. So nope. good. And he talks about that. That's actually one of the key elements he says that people tend to do is deflect instead of accept And that impacts their capacity, internal capacity to experience joy, love, and abundance in their lives. Yeah. And I think that is so true. I think, you know, Brene Brown talks about it as foreboding joy, maybe a little bit. But yeah, deflecting is, I'm so glad that you acknowledge that and that you see that and that you've started whenever you started (laughs) to really embrace the, yeah, what people tell you the good work that you've done and, and, and accept it. Yes, I'm contributing good work and to this also work. Realize it's important. Like, you know, if you're working with somebody who may not give that to you, mm-hmm. that's not the right fit. You know, yeah. there are some people that are not as giving with their, their gratitude or may not be able to communicate in that way or don't feel like the other person needs it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice to when you have that fit between you and the client or whoever the decision maker is for the company that you're dealing with. It's just, you know, it's it's hard sometimes to find those people. But I've been very fortunate where I don't know if it's just being able to qualify people better, you know, in the beginning and see that, like, this may not be the best personality fit. Is it your marketing? (laughs) (laughs) It's your ideal client. (laughs) It's doing for yourself as you do for others and it actually works, right? (laughs) You try to have a certain tone and even people that I continue 
to have conversations with, if you want to call them my power partners or referral sources or whatever, I make sure that they also are kind of at that same vibration and just that positive. I, I just don't want to be around negative. There's no need for it. So yeah, I think it is a combination of the marketing and the tone that I take in my marketing and then also the people that I choose to surround myself with. I love that. I think it's so accurate. I do the same thing. And I, I attribute my the, the work that I have with, with the people I work with a lot to the personal branding I do, what I say, how I react, not just in my marketing. I mean, I think I think of it as, yes, personal branding is a tactic or strategy, but it's also just how you show up, your identity in the world. And I think people respond to that. Mm -hmm. And like Lisa, you have a kind energy. So people want to respond to you in kind, right? So that to me ends up being something to that impacts your business as well. But yep. I, I love it. I love that you said that. And I think it's such a powerful conversation to have too. It especially is. for people who aren't experiencing that right now. <laughs> realizing that we're worthy of that, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. Right. It's a big part of it too. Just saying like, I deserve this. I deserve to be treated well. I deserve to be respected. I deserve to be heard. But it's also, you know, I tend to be more of an empath. So I am very tuned into others' feelings and all the definitions that go along with that. So it's, and, you know, Zoom made that a little bit harder, the whole pandemic thing, creating that little separation. But there's still a lot that you can read as we get more and more comfortable with virtual everything. I think that people are shedding more of their masks, <laughs> I guess. Mm -hmm. You all right, you know, so you can actually see who the real person is and really get to know them, even though it's virtual and you're not in person. I, we didn't even think that was possible a few years ago, right? It's like, oh, virtual, it's so cold. It actually doesn't have to be. I've had some amazing conversations, really deep, deep dives, vulnerability, genuine, all of that. I mean, Lisa, we've only known each other virtually. You know what I mean? You and I have only known each other that much. So it's so crazy to think, but it's so real. And I love too, that you mentioned this, the virtual component of it, because we also talked about something that does take away from your joy, which is too much screen time <laughs> and and having to get back out into the environment or be active in your body. And so let's talk a little more about that. So I love that you mentioned, you know, because as a marketer, mm -hmm. you do, and as a writer, mm -hmm. as somebody who is working with a lot of clients that are all around the country, right? Because you yep. work globally, internationally, I believe. I do. It's mainly in the U.S., but from Alaska to New York. That's so really taking me in. Right. So you're not going to Alaska every day, you know? It's not happening. I've not been there yet. <laughs> but you, like, maybe going. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. would be cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but I think that you're right. Like, too much screen time can take yeah. away and, and drain us a little bit from yep. what we need just as humans to thrive. So yeah. talk to me a little bit about how you recognize when that's happening so right. that you can nip it in the bud faster. Because I'm assuming after decades of doing this, you've, you've improved a little bit. You've learned a little more about yourself and, and when you're kind of going down a path that yeah. might not be energetically supportive for your joy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it does take quite a while to figure that out. So I find that my focus is going. I, I'm not able to focus as much. I might be reading, if let's say I'm writing a blog or thought leadership piece, I might be reading the same sentence over and over, but not really reading it. So I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. so I, I just physically get tired and drained. 
And it's just a whole energy thing. So I used to maybe grab a piece of chocolate and get back on the computer and try that. <laughs> I'm a power through sort of person. Oh, same. Dark yeah. chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white any, chocolate. Any, well, anything except white chocolate. Yeah. Dark, okay. I am not <laughs> between like dark chocolate or milk. <laughs> okay. And more, if there was white chocolate too, I'd be like, all right, I'll take <laughs> it. We'll take it and power through. It's fine. Okay. So yeah. you've learned that chocolate is not enough, even though it is a great. Not great. enough. It's delicious. Be happy for about a minute. And then it's like, all right. So, and I do realize that outdoor is my happy place. So even if it is just like opening up the back door and just taking a breath or playing with my dog, like literally getting on the floor and throwing a ball with my dog. And that just is like, give me that little break or walking around or meeting a friend for lunch because I own my own business. I don't have to power through. I can take that hour, of course, unless we're on deadline, but it's okay. The world will go on. If I take an hour, and go grab lunch and take a walk, I'm going to come back so recharged. Or if I do a workout in the morning, play pickleball, do yoga, my whole day is different. So it's just realizing that I can give myself that gift of time, no matter how short it is, just to step away. And the power through thing, just trying to stay away from that. So that that's, I just, you can feel it coming on where you're like, I'm not able to focus i'm loose starting to lose a little energy and then just that short break it's such an amazing difference for the rest of the day absolutely absolutely especially as a creative we need space to be able to create yes there is a lot of research and science that backs that and supports that as well in addition to just your own personal experience (laughs) Steve Jobs, right, that used to go, maybe he went up into the mountains or something, and that's when he came up with his best ideas. So it's that idea. Yeah, I think, I mean, it was in the book that I'm reading now, again, The Big Leap, going back to that. Uh, It's in The Artist's Way, which I like to read more than two books at once. Uh, A little something about me. I usually have three to four going at once. (laughs) Some are personal development, some are nonfiction, or excuse me, fiction. And it's just, what am I feeling at the time? What do I need today? I, but <laughs> but the artist's way, they talk about that too, especially for creatives, creating space. And there was this beautiful quote, and I'm probably going to do a terrible job at repeating it, but it was something along the lines of, I think Diana Ross said it, and she's like, we, we love to give ourselves a lot of credit for squeezing in these, these spaces and moments in our lives and finding time for them um, to create. And to, to do the artistry. And she's like, I'm not sure we deserve so much credit for that. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's the truth. It's like, no, we actually do need to honor ourselves and where we are so we can do our best work. And mm-hmm. I think there is a societal pressure that I felt from being in the corporate world for a long time that I had to decondition yes. and really look at in order to say to myself, ooh, am I just perpetuating the patterns that I already was doing that weren't serving me in the corporate world now that I own my own business? Yeah. Is this still serving me? Yeah. (laughs) Because it was all about productivity, which Mm -hmm. is a thing, right? We're all about, we make our list, we want to check things off our list, and that makes us joyful, that makes us happy. But I realized that, and that was a very corporate thing, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, 15 meetings today, and that somehow was a good thing. But did that actually create productivity or was that just a lot of action? I think it, there, 
it's just sometimes it's just a lot of action. You can't yeah. mistake the two. <laughs> well, it was just like I would at the end of the day when I was in corporate, I remember I was like, what the heck did I do today? Exactly. And yeah. Accomplished. So that is that was probably the biggest shift for me having my own business where I'm like, I get to decide now and I, I feel good at the end of the day. And yes, part part of that is productivity. But the other part is being able to take that walk to being able to get on the floor and play ball with my dog, being able to just do something that's not work related. And that's where the true joy comes from and trying not to do it with my, oh, my calendar's full. Let's bring joy. You know, it's like, oh, the calendar's not as full. Or even being able to enjoy it when it's times like these, the holidays, things slow down. Mm -hmm. That doesn't scare the hell out of me. It was serious. It was like, oh my God, it's slow. It's too quiet. I need to fill this time in, but really enjoying the quiet. Mm-hmm. That, that still, it still scares me, but I'm trying to get better at that to just really say, this is, well, it's going to be busy before we know it. Let's enjoy this time. I think that is <laughs> a powerful message. And as a newer business owner, right? I haven't been doing this for decades. I've been doing this for, it'll be two years in April, full time. Yeah. And I actually had a coach I worked with when I was coming out of the corporate world and shifting into entrepreneurship because I didn't want to take my practices from corporate into my job. And, and I didn't want to kind of, I wanted to create some separation there really create my own way. And one of those, the reason why this is relevant is because one of those was creating space for myself. Mm. And that really, really, really important. And the power of rest, because I am a recovering perfectionist, workaholic, all the things. And I do have a hard time turning things off. And for me, I knew I had to be extremely intentional with creating space for myself and then actually keeping that space for myself (laughs) on my calendar. (laughs) And not just Take it away because there's a blank space there. Somebody asked me that they want the time. Sure. Yeah, I'm technically free. No, I created this space for myself intentionally. And what I realized is I feel so much better. I have so much more joy for my business and in my business when I take just that one day. Yes. It's one day, Lisa. You know what I mean? It's a day. Oh, right. And again, Science research backs this up. That's why vacations are important. You really do come back refreshed and better and work faster and more efficiently than if you don't. <laughs> it's like that's a mistake you see people making, right? When they're when I talk to people that are just starting out, they're like in 12 hour days, then I don't take days off. But then you talk to somebody who's been doing it for usually more than 10 years and they're like, I take Fridays off or I mm-hmm. do not say Fridays or yeah, you know, I'm taking the next week off. And it took me a while to figure that out because I was like, oh, for some reason, I don't deserve it anymore because it's my business. I need to be constantly going. It's like, nope, I am not doing anybody any good. Which is also not why we got into it in the first place. Oh. <laughs> we wanted to feel good. You said it earlier. Like, you got into this to feel more joy in your business and in your life. Like, yeah. I know that's what I wanted too. Fun. So I feel like that is just so funny that it's, but it's very, very easy when you are making this shift and transition. Because again, it is conditioning and is our, it's, it's our human wiring. And we just need to take time to kind of rewire that, which where things like yoga come in, things like mindset, meditation, et cetera, whatever your habits are. Exactly. And you know, that this marketing course that we designed called Impollinate deals with a lot of solopreneurs or newer business owners. So I really 
I mean, yes, the course is designed to help them with marketing, but the overall thing that we're, we're helping a lot of them also with some other things, which is trying to really enjoy your business because yeah. conversations come up where you could just see on their faces, they're like, I am wiped. I just have been working nonstop. I've been on 10 Zoom calls and this and that. We're like, what are you doing? What's what's going on? So we're helping a little bit with productivity, even though the course is designed to teach them about like, uh, you know, how to do some powerful marketing. It, again, that marketing overwhelm, how to get over that. Like, okay, there are all these different marketing channels to choose from. Which ones are right for me? What's my voice? So in the end, it's trying to help them not put in the 10 hour day and not to waste time on all of these things that aren't going to move the needle for them. And really, it's it's nice because now I'm 10 years in, I'm a little bit further away from that starting off point where I was making all those mistakes. So to help them really just get through that and navigate their way to going back to maybe the usual seven or eight hour workday that they were doing in corporate. But most people I talked to came out of corporate. So we we were, it was like being in a cult. Right. We were happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or it has its own little culture to it. Every workspace has a culture. I mean, yeah. But you're conditioned. You're like, okay, I take my lunch at maybe a certain time and then we start work at a or certain time. I don't. <laughs> right. Or we don't. Or we end at a certain time. And it's like all of that goes out the window and it's hard to go back to or to not to go back, but to switch over to something where you, you decide the rules. Exactly. That be exactly that. Yes. It's a blessing and a curse sometimes because you realize it all really goes back to you. <laughs> if now there's nobody else to make the decision for you, you can't blame anybody else. It's all I know. You know. But to, <laughs> part of you want somebody else to make the decision. My fault. Who's going to tell me what to do right now? And it's like, I want that, but I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's like yeah. a blessing a curse sometimes. But it's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's a beautiful thing. And you learn so much about yourself in the process. I tell you, it's like a fast track, a fast track to growth for sure. Yeah. And I love that you brought up in Polony because I was going to ask you if there were any projects that you're working on right now or getting prepared for that are really bringing you joy. And it sounds like that is one that lights you up. I could tell in your face. I love it. <laughs> I love it because it it came out. It was born during the pandemic, like so many ideas were. We had space. What's that? We had space in the pandemic. <laughs> I, I had space. It's all coming together. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, you know, I would speak to these um, business owners and they were like, I wish I could afford you, but I can't right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish I could help them. But maybe, of course, you know, value my time, time and energy resources. Yeah, yeah. skills, that's all that. So. I teamed up with a friend who's also an agency owner and has really different strength. We complement each other beautifully. So I was like, what do you think? I said, I have this idea. Let's create an online course because, of course, everything's online, really helping these micro business owners or solopreneurs just understand marketing because they would come in thinking like, I need to be on TikTok. And I'm like, why? Do you mm-hmm. talk about who are you talking to? Are you talking to a you know, 19-year-old boy or 16-year-old girl? then yeah, that might be great. So we wanted to, and we achieved it. We created this course that's, we, our next cohort is in February. So we're just filling space for that now. And it's taking them through six modules, you know, all the way from creating the ideal customer profile, all the way to digital traditional marketing, like direct mail. Is it right for you? So they come out of it with this 
not only like a social media calendar and an editorial calendar for blogs, but they also really are empowered all of a sudden. They have this knowledge where they're like, oh, I get it now. So if they do hire an agency, they're coming in from a whole different perspective where they can understand, I, I don't need to worry myself with that. And then I do want to focus maybe on these two or three marketing tactics or channels that are going to get me my customer base. That's beautiful because I think there really is. I think that goes back to what you said one of your superpowers was earlier was like helping people get over the FOMO, that fear of marketing overwhelm, which there really is because there are so many places you can show up and you can easily spread yourself very thin, especially as a solopreneur, trying to do a little bit in a lot of areas and then feeling like nothing's working. (laughs) And so, yeah, that can be really frustrating. And especially when you're working 12-hour days and you're trying to find space for yourself and you really want to feel that flow. You want to feel like you are making good decisions for yourself and for your business and for your life. And so it sounds like that course can be a really powerful way to kind of get back and or get aligned with with all of that. Yeah, and just empower. I want people to feel like they have a stronger understanding so they can go in now from this position of strength. And whether doing it on their own or eventually going to hire an agency, but at least now they're like, I get it. Like all these, because we get these emails all the time or LinkedIn notice, you know, increase your, we're going to help you with your lead gen or we're going to increase your business 10, 10 time your revenue. But it's now understanding, you know what, that's not right for my business. And that's because this is who my customer is. And so I, I love the light bulbs that go off and just the, just helping solve their problems where they come out of it and they're like, got it. Okay, I'm not going to waste as many hours on that. Love it. Love it. Is there an anecdote that you've seen or like something that somebody's come out of it with from past cohorts that has really stuck with you that really kind of helped you realize how powerful the course was and how it can help people? Well, a few people actually said they were like, you guys aren't charging enough. That was so value that you actually could have charged like three times what you did. But again, I wanted to make it affordable and I wanted to really help people. And I wanted that feeling of joy myself where I'm like, I did actually help them. And we've seen the changes, whether it's on their website, in their writing, in their uh, messaging. We've actually seen these changes that they've done. So that's just been great just to see these transformations happen. Love it. Love it. Well, I have really enjoyed our conversation, Lisa. And I am so excited to continue to stay connected. But where could others connect with you and find and find Lisa? Where are the best ways to connect with you? So LinkedIn is probably the best place. So it's yeah, Lisa Munjack and then munjackmarketing.com. Perfect. And I will link all that out in the show notes as well as a link to your Impollinate program, which is Sounds like it's going to be really helpful for a lot of new entrepreneurs or solopreneurs out there. And are there any last thoughts that you want to leave with anybody, Lisa, like here on the show that to help remind them of how they can come back to their joy or find more joy in what they do? I would just say finding people like I found you, you know, and and others in my world, just to be there to lift each other up and to continue those connections. Like I, I get so much joy out of connecting with like-minded people. It just is wonderful. I got a new book or two that I need to check out now. (laughs) Yes, yes. And let me know what you think of them. (laughs) Just looking uplifting for each other just to continue that 
you know, connecting. I love that. I'll put the books in the show notes, too, because I do recommend them to everybody because I think they are universal books. And both of them have been around for a really long time and have helped a lot of people. So I will post those in the show notes, too. And until next time, everyone, remember, you have the power to bring joy to others and yourself through what you do and who you are. Thanks for being a joy maker.